So the Dharma teachings tell us that we are not separate. That we are something through which life is flowing like water from each other. We are touching each other and touched by each other in so many ways. Sometimes sweetly, sometimes in ways that are painful, but touched nonetheless. We share in the sensitivity, in the possibility for wakefulness, in the depth of our caring. We share this. And what's really interesting, I find, to reflect in this context is that actions born of unconsciousness, which here is basically coming out of a misunderstanding, we could say a foolishness, a, a lack of comprehension that believes in and operates from the basis of being separate, that this not only harms our world, but it actually deeply pains our heart. It's actually deeply grievous to us to be witness to the fact that others around us, and sometimes ourselves, because we do, I do, act as if I'm not connected. Because that in us which knows the truth of it, which is at the very core of what it is that we are, is, is hurt by that. It feels the pain. And it's important because it's saying to us, hey, wake up here. That's what pain is for. We think it's an annoying thing that I'd rather not have. Pain in my body, wouldn't it be much easier if it didn't ever hurt? Pain in my heart, wouldn't it be nicer in my life if I didn't ever feel my heart in pain? But it wouldn't, actually. No, the inability to feel pain is a real problem. I, when traveling in Asia, encountered um, I was helping out in a street clinic in Calcutta and I was in Calcutta because I wanted to see my grandmother who I'd never want to meet my grandmother who I never met until I was in my mid-twenties and she's Bengali and she's 106 she's still us she's still here <laughs> I met her when I thought oh she won't be here much longer she was already in her 70s and I, you know I missed her I thought and 30 something years later she's still here amazing amazing and well and bright. I've forgotten what I was talking about. Yeah, leprosy. I also spent some time in a street clinic working with lepers. I was an unskilled helper um, to the medical folk. But what I understood there was that leprosy doesn't actually make parts of your body fall off as I had imagined. It destroys the nervous tissue which means you can't tell if you've cut yourself, burnt yourself, hurt yourself, and got an infection. And infection causes bits of the body to die. And for a leper, the thing that would make their life more help, most transformed would be to be able to feel the pain that says, do something here. The pain that we experience in our bodies is an invitation to pay attention and see, is something needed here? Not always is something needed, but often something is needed. The pain in our hearts, likewise. And the pain that we feel in acknowledging the action in my own life or in my community or my species as in humanity that is out of step with our interconnectedness, that's coming from separateness, it hurts because that's what needs to wake that's what's needed to wake us up 
So don't shy away from it. And that's something we've asked ourselves here to turn towards because it's needed. And this is something that's hard to bear. But the Buddha spoke about the dukkha that leads to more dukkha, which is the pain of being disconnected, dissociated, or disinterested in what is around us. And this is the dukkha that leads to more dukkha. Because when we act from that place, it creates more of that. But he also spoke of the dukkha that leads to the end of dukkha. The suffering or the, that which is hard to bear that leads to the transformation of what is hard to bear. And the feeling and the allowing oneself to be touched by that in our heart that goes, oh, that hurts to see this. That actually leads towards the transformation of suffering, of what is hard to bear. So although it's not easy for us, it's powerful. And we usually need help to do it, because by ourselves we'll find a way to avoid it. But together we are, because we're connected, we are much stronger. And can support each other. And so there's this teaching that says, yeah, we're not separate. We are connected. And this practice, we can transform this by turning towards it and then seeing what is needed, what is possible. And then the third element of this really is practice. It's like, okay, I can notice what's going on here. There's also sangha, community, others. To connect with others who share our care and our interest in transformation. This is the basis for what is possible. The tendency to feel helpless and hopeless always comes with a sense of disconnect, separateness and isolation. And that way of orienting is something that we keep getting pushed towards by the languaging and the messaging and the framing of things within culture and media that is around us much of the time. And of course, it has that effect because if we believe it, it's true. On our own, we're pretty hopeless and we're pretty helpless. When we see that in an infant, that's okay, you know? They're not expected to be. And in a sense, spiritually, when we operate as if we're an individual, we're essentially operating like an infant. No wonder it's a struggle. We don't judge infants for that. We just go, huh, I need some help with growing and learning here. And we do too. <laughs> <laughs>